0: Boom! just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up.
1: Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval.
2: If you are an accredited investor, U.S. oil and gas should be part of your investment portfolio. Visit LabradorEnergy.com. Beyond the possibility to invest in a sector that historically delivers sound returns, when you invest with Labrador Energy, you may be able to structure your investment to Offset active or passive income According to many sources U.S. oil and gas drilling Remains one of the best tax-advantaged Income investments available Visit LabradorEnergy.com You may be able to reduce your tax liability While investing in a sector That historically
3: delivers sound returns Learn more at LabradorEnergy.com today Offer for accredited investors only Past performance is no indication of future results Investing involves risk Consult your legal, tax, and financial advisor and read the prospectus before making any investment decisions. Visit LabradorEnergy.com for the prospectus and more information. Pure Talk believes in American values, and that free should mean
2: exactly that. Free. Switch to Pure Talk today and get a free Samsung 5G smartphone. Qualifying plans start at just thirty-five bucks a month for unlimited talk, text, and fifteen gigs of data, and a mobile hotspot. Just go to puretalk.com/jesse and claim your eligibility for your free brand new Samsung 5G smartphone. Again, go to puretalk.com/jesse to switch to my cell phone company, Pure Talk.
0: This is The Jesse Kelly Show.
2: It is The Jesse Kelly Show. Let's have some fun on a Friday and ask Dr. Jesse Friday. and It's going to be so much fun. There, are, There's all kinds of Trump to Santa stuff today. Apparently, people are prepping for that firestorm. We'll probably open up with, with that. I have thoughts and you have thoughts and we'll go over some things. People want to talk about my favorite appetizers. What's going to happen with Joe Biden and the now criminal stuff that we know, the stuff that's down in writing? Is this going to go somewhere? I actually think it might. We'll talk about that. Someone wants to know about this homeless guy. In fact, let's, let's, let's start here. Let's start with this one on an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. We're going to have fun. We're going to go through emails. And this guy says, Dear, uh, flowering wordsmith, the homeless guy, who wiped his butt with the LGBTQ flag. Uh, Pause on this in case you missed it. New York City, homeless guy. Uh, He went number two on one of these pride flags and then actually grabbed another pride flag and uh, cleaned himself up. What, Chris... You don't know how to put things so people don't get grossed out, but I do. I'm the master at subtlety, and that's why I do that kind of stuff. Anyway, so, of course, because you can't disrespect America's religion here in the U.S. of gay, that's our new national religion, uh, all the other murderers and rapists in New York City running around scot-free, they tracked this guy down immediately, threw some cuffs on him. You go to jail if you disrespect our religion here. And anyway, the, the email says... You think he may have a chance of winning the hate crime case if he uses the same laws that protect the American flag? Isn't that protected speech? Uh, The reason I wanted to talk about this is that there's an uncomfortable conversation we have to have, and we've had it before on the show, but we always have to keep reminding ourselves of this. I have to remind myself of this. Uh, Can't he use this law? What about this law? Isn't this protected? Isn't this this or that? We have had a country. You know what? Pause on America for a minute. Let's go back. Let's go back to Rome. We've talked about Rome many times on the show. Fascinating place. Greatest society of all time. It it blows my mind that once Rome collapsed in the West, once the Western Roman Empire collapsed, for hundreds of years afterward, societies came and used Roman facilities and didn't know how to build them. Or even fix them. That's how advanced and amazing the Roman people were. But anyway, Roman society. W- Rome was run by the Senate for the longest time. They were a republic. They were run by the Senate. But more than anything, Rome was run by the law. Now, what do I mean by that? The Roman people, it was simply ingrained into them. Every part of their society spoke about it and they were strict about it strict about adhering to the law it just was something that was so important to them the law is everything follow the law we are going to be a society of laws and when they went from being a republic that was really run by the senate to being an empire that was run by emperors People argue, justifiably so, that that was the beginning of the end for Rome because you weren't supposed to be allowed to have an emperor. You weren't supposed to be allowed to have an army that marched on Rome. That was against the law. But what happened? How did that happen? How did they go from strictly adhering to the law to not adhering to the law at all and just deciding what, what, what they could do whatever they wanted? Well, here's what happened. Picture this. Picture this. Uh, me, Chris, and Michael, I, I write down on a piece of paper. It is now the law here in the studio. We will not eat cheese balls. No matter what, I don't care how many cheese balls we bring in, there will be no cheese balls consumed in the office. Just stay with me. Stay with me. And I sign it, and Chris signs it, and Michael signs it, and that is now the law here in the studio. No cheese balls will be consumed. But here's the reality of laws, of a cheese ball law. It's only the law if we all agree to it. And it's only the law as long as I want to abide by it, especially if there's no punishment for me if I break it. If we all sign the cheese ball law, and then I just go to the store and buy some cheese balls, and they walk into the studio and they see me eating cheese balls. Well, it's just a piece of paper then, isn't it? A law is simply the power a law has. It's just the power a society gives it. You see what I mean? It's what I talk about when I talk about the Constitution. I love the Constitution. It's wonderful. Fantastic document. The Constitution means virtually nothing anymore in parts of this country. Why is that? Because they've decided it doesn't mean anything. So let's go to New York City, and, and you say he should be able to use the law and flag laws. There's no law in New York City now. The law has gone. The law was always just a piece of paper. They just elected enough communists, to DA and other places, that now – There's no law. Should this code protect this guy? And isn't that protected speech and American flag laws? Oh, of course. Yes. But we are now in a nation that is run by communists, and there are specific parts of this nation, like New York City, where there is no more law. Oh, well, this is, Jesse, don't I have a, like when I was yelling at people to not go protests in New York City, and I told you, You don't have any protections anymore. And people would respond, and I understand this response. I'm not mad at you. They would say, "What don't I? Those are my God-given First Amendment rights. You don't have First Amendment rights in New York City anymore. Those days are gone. The law is whatever the communists decide it is. And the communists who run New York City, the judges, the DAs, and everything else, they will take every card-carrying communist... And they will turn them loose from the jails. They will set the murderers and rapists free so they can continue to murder and rape and cause chaos in society. And then they will take anybody who potentially stands against them and they will throw the book at them. That's why Daniel Penny, the Marine, that's why he's being charged with manslaughter when even the other witnesses on the subway said Jordan Neely was getting ready to attack people. A career violent felon was finally stopped by a Marine. Boom. Book gets thrown at Daniel Penny and yet another murderer and rapist goes free. Why? Because there's no more law. The law is whatever these people decide it is. And that's so difficult. It's very difficult to accept that. Not because you can't see. You're not an idiot. You can see. You know what I just said is true. But because of what it means. It's it hurts too bad to admit that that hurts. We don't want to admit that. People will ignore the realities of life for as long as humanly possible. We've used this example before, but we just had the anniversary of it. You've heard about the Warsaw Ghetto Uprising, right? The Warsaw Ghetto Uprising. It's known by a couple different names, Warsaw Uprising, Warsaw Ghetto. The Nazis put Jews in ghettos, they would put them in the bad part of town, in a tiny part of town, and they'd fence and wall them in and tell them they can't leave. And then these ghettos would become havens for disease because there wasn't enough room. The sanitary conditions were terrible. People were starving to death. It was really, really horrible. I won't go into all the details. But in Warsaw, they started shipping the Jews out of the ghetto to the death camps. And they would, it, I mean, the are frigging Nazis, right? So they're horrible. They would entice people. They'd say, hey, uh, come down to the train station. We've got some bread and jam for you. I know your kids are starving. Come on down. So they do really, really terrible stuff. They'd write fake postcards from fake Jews back to the Jews in the ghetto. Hey, it's great once you get out of there. Just go get on the train. A oh, Really, really devious, horrible stuff, right? And eventually, there was an uprising, a revolt, and the, the revolt got put down. But they were—it's it actually a really cool story. They killed so many Nazis and were blowing them up and dropping things on them from the rooftops. And the Nazis had to burn them out of it. Was it was—it's a really cool story. But one of the parts of the story that's always struck me was 80%, 80% of that ghetto had already been emptied, people sent off to their deaths to the death camps before the uprising came. Why? Well, it's human nature. Human nature is to lie to yourself about how bad things are because accepting how bad things really are is just too much. It's easier. You know what they say, ignorance is bliss. It's easier to just convince yourself everything's okay. No, we still have the First Amendment. Nah. In parts of the com- country, you do, sure. This homeless guy in New York City, he's going to the clink, pal. Probably brought up on federal hate tr- hate crimes, I bet you. All right bunch of trump heavy d questions let's dig into that that's always spicy hang on
3: truth attitude
2: jesse kelly it is the jesse kelly show looks like we're getting ready to do a bunch of trump heavy d talk you got all kinds of trump quite heavy d questions probably because DeSantis is about to jump into the primary next week so let's just dig into all these i will go through them in order they are your questions i mean what else are we gonna do today (laughs) Master shed builder, like you, I'm neutral, not pro-Trump or DeSantis, but based on your Trump-is-going-to-jail analysis, which I believe, I think DeSantis should use that to his advantage. If I was DeSantis, I would say I didn't want to run. I had no choice. Trump's fate rests in the hands of a Manhattan jury. He's going to jail. I'll pardon him and destroy his pursuers. Thoughts? And he said to let the bar eat. I actually... I think DeSantis is in a very, very difficult situation here, and I have no idea what he can do to navigate this situation or if he possibly can, and this is what I mean. I have told you before, look, I just laid it out. There are places in this country, like New York City and D.C., the two places Trump is going to have a trial where there is no more law. It's going to be communist juries, communist judges, commun- it's just, there's no more law, it's gone. Trump is going to unfairly and unjustly, well he's already been unfairly and unjustly charged in New York, he's going to be charged in D.C., he's probably going to be charged in Georgia as well. He's then going to stand trial in these places. Donald Trump is getting convicted of crimes. Did he commit those crimes? No, it's freaking ridiculous. This is, all, this is all ridiculous, but that's the kind of kangaroo court system we have now in this country. Now, let's set that part of it aside. Let's say you're Ron DeSantis. How in the world can you ever address that in any way? This is going to outrage, understandably so, this is going to outrage the entire country. It better outrage you. Even if you're one of these people who hates Trump's guts, it better outrage you what's happening because what it is is a preview of what's coming. It's a preview of the future. Set aside your Trump hatred if you hate the guy and realize that he is simply the first. There will be many, many more after him. This is the system crushing a system disruptor. There will be others that come after, It's just inevitable. But if you're Ron DeSantis, let's say you get in the primary and let's say you're running a good primary and I suspect he will, he's got a pretty sharp team, very sharp campaign team, good fundraising so far from what I understand, it's going well. But let's say Trump gets indicted in D.C. Let's say his trial starts in New York City, convicted, something horrible. Something, I mean, what if, what if they put cuffs on the guy? I'm not saying that's going to happen, but what if, what if it happens? It might happen. What can you say if you're Ron DeSantis? People will be outraged. People will want you to say something, but I would argue there's nothing you can say when your political opponent, your primary opponent is being politically persecuted like that. You really have to run to the microphone, to be honest with you. And you have to say, this is wrong. This is unjust. This is ridiculous. And maybe you're right. Maybe that's, maybe that's the only thing he can say. I will win the nomination and then I will win the presidency and I will pardon Donald Trump. Maybe, maybe that's the only thing he can say. But this stuff is going to put him in a bind. You know, I told you to dismiss poll numbers now. We're too far out, and they do these national polls with 900 people. It means nothing. Poll numbers mean nothing. But if you're tracking them at all, and everyone sends them to me, so I read them, I browse them really quickly, you'll see that Trump has gotten a bump since the New York City indictment thing. This understandably angers people on the right when you see clearly political persecutions this way. Well, these these, these bumps are not going to stop happening. The bumps are going to keep happening. There's a trial coming in New York. There's still an indictment coming in DC. Like I mentioned, probably one coming in Georgia as well. So he's going to keep getting bumps. If you're on team DeSantis, I think this really puts them in a, in a real, in a bind. How do you address that? I don't know. I don't know. I, I, they're going to have to figure it out. You're going to have to have an answer. And here's the thing though. Sometimes, and actually this is going to go into this next guy's question. Sometimes, though, there isn't a good answer. And when there's not a good answer, oftentimes the best solution is to shut up. Sometimes you just keep quiet. That's Look, and that brings me... Okay, so this next guy. Oracle. I'm getting sick of watching Trump blast Heavy D for the Disney stuff. Why does he keep doing this when the right... The people he supposedly wants as a voter, as, as voters, I don't know, it's kind of a misspelling there. Why does he keep doing this when the people he supposedly wants as voters are against Disney? They don't like the woke stuff. Okay, well, this is a problem for, for Team Trump. And remember, remember, we all know this. We've talked about this for years on the show. Trump is a junkyard dog. A junkyard dog bites everyone. It's a mean dog. And you have a love-hate relationship with the junkyard dog. When the junkyard dog bites the mailman and you get sued, you really, really dislike your junkyard dog. When the junkyard dog eats three robbers who are breaking in to hurt you and your family, you really appreciate the junkyard dog. But he's biting everybody. Everyone's getting bitten. Uh, the Trump team, in my opinion, this, this is a mistake they're making. I think it's a critical mistake. And the mistake they're making is because Trump is surrounded now by yes men, by people who just kiss his rear end. Uh I've, I've, I think we played it for you once before where he's out golfing. Trump's just golfing. He's a big golfer, which I think is really cool. And he golfs. And there's a guy, one of his staffers decided, "Oh my gosh, look at this! it's the perfect drive. Oh my gosh, Mr. president, it's the most embarrassing butt kissing you 've ever heard in your entire life. It, it, it honestly it made me cringe. I'll actually try to find it for you here in a minute. But what does that mean? does what, what does all that stuff translate to well i will I'll explain in just a moment. Uh, I don't have to explain to you what happened to the stock market today. What happened? Well, the debt ceiling talks stalled. They're cut off. People walked away from the table. Republicans are demanding cuts. Communists don't want to cut a single thing ever. They have since walked away from the table, and you looked at the stock market, and you looked at your real estate portfolio on your phone, and you passed out. I'm trying to tell you to get gold and silver in your physical possession now before, before the storm comes. I'm telling you to get it in your IRA in 401k now before the storm comes. Oxford Gold Group will get that done for you. They will handle it for you. And I can't stress this enough. They make it easy. It's laid back and chill and easy. You just have to call them. 833-995-GOLD. Tell them I told you to call. I know these guys. I sent my own dad there. They will take care of you. 833-995-GOLD. All right? We'll be back. The Jesse Kelly Show.
0: Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Hey,
2: it's Jesse Kelly. I want to introduce you to my new sponsor, the Berna Pistol Launcher, a less lethal alternative that you need for your home. It's Berna, B-Y-R-N-A dot com. You're looking for protection. You need something reliable. The Burn-Up Pistol Launcher, here's what it fires. Not only the pepper balls, it fires tear gas, kinetic ammo. Oh, you don't want to feel that kinetic ammo. This stuff can incapacitate an attacker for up to 40 minutes. It's legal in all 50 states, and there are no background checks required. They'll mail it to your front door. It is the gold standard and less lethal protection. How gold? Law enforcement around the country uses it. I personally own three Burna Burna SD Launchers. Burna is proudly American. Manufactured in Fort Wayne, Indiana. Join the half a million others who have purchased a Burna Launcher. Visit Burna.com slash Jesse. That's B-Y-R-N-A dot com slash Jesse. And you get an exclusive 10% discount. it is the jesse kelly show remember you can email the show your love your hate your death threats your ask dr jesse questions still we are live here jesse at jesse all right we're gonna do a couple more of these and then we're done with all the trump heavy d talk you just had a bunch of these today all right so the first one i told you my concerns i, I don't know how heavy d can possibly handle trump's indictments how you can handle that in any way that is going to be appealing to people. People are going to be mad. Now this other guy, the other guy's mad because Trump, well, this is a statement Trump put out today. When the Ron DeSanctimonious facts come out, you will see that he's better than most Democrat governors, but very average at best against Republican governors. How about the fact he had the third most deaths of any state as governor on the China virus? Even Cuomo did better. He shut everything down, even his beaches. Other uh, Republican governors didn't. Look at the Disney mess. Could have worked out a settlement, but no. He wanted the fake news to show what a tough guy he is. He's not. Okay. So I've had 50 people send this to me today and tell me how upset they are about it. Here is, here's an issue that I don't think actually, I don't think Trump has to deal with it this way at all. I believe he's the front runner right now. I don't believe he has to deal with it this way. But this is what's happening. Do you remember, do you remember the never Trump crowd? The never Trump crowd. Everyone remembers that crowd. All the stuffy people, all the pundits and TV and radio people in 2016 who decided that Donald Trump was the Antichrist. And do you remember, do you remember how ridiculous they routinely made themselves look? But why? Why did they look ridiculous? Because they decided that one man was the devil and therefore, they opposed everything Trump did and said. Trump, Trump could have walked out in the street and saved a little puppy from being run over by a truck and carried it to the sidewalk. And the Never Trump crowd would have come out against that simply because Trump did it. And so you ended up hating all those people. And I ended up hating all those people because they didn't stand for anything except for being against Trump, which was a ridiculous position. Pause on that for a moment. Tell me something. What are your thoughts on Al Sharpton? Al Sharpton. Of course, I, I know, I know what your thoughts are. This is all going to come back to the Trump stuff. Just hang with me for a minute. Now, why did you smirk, get angry, roll your eyes when I mentioned Al Sharpton? Everyone knows Al Sharpton is a clown and can't stand him. You two too. Why though? Why? Well, because like clockwork, whenever there's an incident that involves a black dude, Al Sharpton will come out, no matter what the facts are, no matter what's going on, he will defend the black person at any cost. At any cost, he will defend the black person. And when you do that, you will inevitably end up defending trash now and then because sometimes black people are in the wrong. It's There's no way to just take that stance. Black people are always right and, and everyone else is always wrong without looking like an idiot. That brings me to what's going on with Team Trump right now. He keeps speaking out against this this DeSantis fight with Disney, which is very popular on the right. He keeps saying things like, well, New York even did it better when Cuomo killed 15,000 old people in New York. 15,000 plus dead. People lost their parents. And he's saying these things, and it's making people on the right angry. The problem right now is this. Trump, in my opinion, this is my opinion, I bet you I'm right about this, is the most popular Republican in America still. Is he as popular as he was before? No, of course, he's lost some support. He's still the most popular Republican in America. DeSantis, in my opinion, is not as popular as Trump, not as well-known as Donald Trump. He might be. He might eventually be after he ramps up his campaign, but right now he is not. But, and this is a big but, Ron DeSantis is not unpopular in the Republican primary. And the things he's done in Florida they are popular things. Now, I understand there's going to be the 5% of the Trump hardcores who've decided he's you know, the Antichrist or Jeb Bush or something like that. Set that aside. Most Republicans, no matter where you lean, Team Trump, Team DeSantis, are happy with the things that happen in Florida. They want Republicans taking on these evil child grooming corporations. They understand that that Florida has frankly led the way nationwide when it came when it comes to the covid stuff. They locked down, open back up after a month. It's now the law. It can't ever happen again there. People like that. That's why so many people moved there. But Trump Trump feels the need to attack everything DeSantis does, even the popular things. Uh I don't understand that. I don't think he has to do that because I think he's the front runner. I'm not saying he shouldn't attack DeSantis. It's a primary. He should attack DeSantis, definitely. And DeSantis should attack Trump. They need to beat each other up. I'm not offended on anybody's behalf. I don't give a crap. I think strategically it's a mistake when you attack everything he does because then you end up attacking things that people like instead of holding fire on some things. Look, if DeSantis is attacking Disney, and it's popular, and it is, you don't have to come out against it, and you don't have to come out and praise him for it. It's a primary. It's a competition, after all. You can just shut up. You don't have to say anything. There's no there's no requirement to say anything at all. You don't have to do that. And when it comes to the COVID stuff, COVID lockdowns on the right amongst the Republican base are extremely unpopular. The, quote, the vaccine, or the therapeutic, is which is what it is, is not popular. It's not. It's not well thought of among the Republican base. Even with all the people that were forced to take it, it's not well thought of. It wasn't what they told everyone it was. It's not well thought of. Now, when you point out things, when you say things like New York did it better than Florida, that's insulting to people. It, it not only tell it, it's really it's insulting to people's intelligence. It's treating people like they're idiots. It's not landing well. I, I look. It's not like it's a fatal mistake. I think they can make adjustments. But he has got to get these losers and scumbags that surround him. He's got to get them out of his circle, and he's got to get some people who are in his circle to have some difficult conversations with him from time to time. Hey, man, you got to stop saying this. You got to hold fire on this. Hey, let's hold back on this. And look. They've got my number. i got plenty of people on Team Trump I'm friends with, and I like Donald Trump. He was an outstanding president for three years. I'm not one of these Trump haters. I never will be. I've been honest about how I will vote and why I will vote, but I'm I'm happy to talk. But if you find yourself opposing everything DeSantis does just because it's DeSantis, you're going to find yourself on the wrong side of some issues because DeSantis has done some great things, and that's it's going to hurt him. It is hurting him. You should see my emails. It's hurting him. Are they going to get it together? They might. I don't, I don't know. I can't predict the future. I don't know. We'll see. All right. Final one on this Trump heavy D stuff. Then we're moving off this stuff. Dr. Jesse, do you think if DeSantis wins the primary, Trump will split the ticket and run as an independent? Not a chance. One, uh, there are sore loser laws, not in every state, but in some states, in enough states that he probably will be prevented from even being on the ballot in enough states to, to make a difference. That's one. Two, Donald Trump loves this country. Donald Trump has been speaking on behalf of America for his entire career. And I know if you're one of these people who hates Trump, I can already see you typing an email telling me how arrogant he is and narcissistic and all these other things. Okay, whatever. That stuff might be true. You can be all those things and still be a patriot. He may, if, if he were to lose the primary, and he could, it's going to be a very real primary, he may take his ball and go home. He may not, you know, back to Santos. He may not do rallies for him. I don't know. I I don't know the level of animosity there. I imagine it's gonna get pretty heated. I'm looking forward to it. But I, I don't know how bad it'll be towards the end. He may take his ball and go home. He's not going to guarantee another four years of Joe Biden by running independent. He would never do that. And maybe you're sitting there and saying, Jesse, yes he would. I hate his guts. He's super selfish. Okay, let me let me say this to you. Let's say I agree with you. I don't, but let's say I do. Now, he's totally selfish, only cares about himself. But that's part of the reason he wouldn't do it, because if he loses this primary, this is his last political run, whether it ends in the primary or four more years of the presidency or the generals, there won't be any more Donald Trump, the politician He's gone. He's not going to destroy his legacy by wrecking the party, by wrecking the Republican candidate, by costing us 2024. Even his most hardcore fans would hate his guts for that. He would not do that. He'd I, 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 look, maybe I'm wrong. I don't believe he would ever do that. And like I said, the sore loser laws will prevent him from doing that in many places. All right. The government. It's working against the people. Someone wants to know why no one's gotten hurt. Not that he's encouraging it. We will discuss that. And we have to discuss something more important. Appetizers. Next. This is the Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Chris, you don't play enough Hall & Oates on the show. Hall & Oates is greatness. They had some great jams. All right, all right. It is an Ask Dr. Jesse Friday. I do want to play something from yesterday. Well, from
4: today, but also yesterday.
2: Well, anyway, here is the FBI whistleblower Garrett O'Boyle from yesterday, in case you forgot.
4: Safeguards currently in place at the FBI are clearly inadequate and must be reworked to protect whistleblowers and others who are inappropriately targeted. The FBI can extract whatever they want from me. I'm willing to bear that burden. I've sworn to defend this country from enemies, both foreign and domestic, even if that means sacrificing my life. I've lived that oath out since first enlisting in the Army, consistently saying, here am I, send me. My oath, however, did not include sacrificing the hopes, dreams, and livelihood of my family, my strong, beautiful, and courageous wife, and our four sweet and beautiful daughters who have endured this process along with me. In weaponized fashion the fbi allowed me to accept orders to a new position halfway across the country they allowed us to sell my family's home they ordered me to report to the new unit when our youngest daughter was two weeks old then on my first day on the new assignment they suspended me rendering my family homeless they refused to release our goods including our clothes for weeks all i wanted to do was serve my country by stopping bad guys and protecting the innocent to my chagrin Bad guys have begun running parts of the government, making it difficult to continue to serve this nation and protect the innocent. But I, for one, will never stop trying. And I'll never forget my oath.
2: Uh, for those whose blood is boiling all over again, just, uh, we are on it. I'll, put it. I'll put it to you that way. That's one. But remember, this is, the system is evil. And part of the reason we call it a system is all the cultural pillars work together now. And now you have these whistleblowers coming forward, Steve Friend, Garrett O'Boyle, Kyle Serafin. You have these brave FBI guys coming forward and pointing out what's happening over there at the Cheka. And the system doesn't want them to do that. So the system is going to lock shields and try to destroy them. It's what the system does. It's what they're doing to Trump legally. It's what they're going to do to these guys. This is this is the system in action. This is MSNBC. What does
3: it say that Republicans are trying to misappropriate the whistleblower term? I mean, there's always a more sinister motive. They are reappropriating the term whistleblower after doing everything they could to endanger the life of the actual whistleblower that led to Donald Trump's first impeachment. Um And they are standing by people who are at a minimum, and again, it's not in dispute, guilty of insubordination of refusing to carry out a court-approved search yeah i mean there is a political farce here and it even extends to the level of language and the complete twisting and bastardization of terms we accept and that are important a point that hasn't been uh raised what was a big uh part of the uh, back and forth in the committee uh the testimony that this guy gave out that that uh agent Allen gave to the republicans he refused to provide to the democrats he said i'm not comfortable goldman had a field day with jordan saying he doesn't get to side there are rules here and again their whistleblowers want their information to come out but this in in fact you know exposed them as just being a political operative
2: fake that's what they called them fake all right all right let's let's, let's move on jesse serious question here dear shogun after decades of elite menu whispering what are your top five appetizers of choice what would be your mount rushmore of appetizers well, there's only four presidents on Mount Rushmore, if memory serves me. But either way, he wanted five. Okay, let's let's do this. Let's, I know. Look, you're not a menu whisperer because there can only be one. There's only one greatest person on earth at ordering from a restaurant. I have been born with these skills. I, I look. I don't. I want you. You might think I'm being arrogant. This is God given. All right, these skills. What, Chris? These skills are given to me by God. So I don't take any credit for this. I look at a menu and it just it's it's like I can see all the food laid out in front of me. And I know instinctively, I know what's going to be good, what I should order, and what I shouldn't order. I just I, I know. So I can't teach you how to do what I do. You're just not you don't have the talent, but but I do. So I'm gonna tell you the five greatest appetizers. Actually, I'm doing this off the top of my head, so this might actually be more difficult. One chips and queso. Chips and queso, it's what I order no matter what. Now, I need to clarify something. Every restaurant obviously doesn't have chips and queso, but most restaurants will have a cheese dip, a cheese-based dip of some kind, whether it's some kind of fancy-schmancy fondue or even like a spinach and cheese dip that's not preferred, but that'll work. But any kind of cheese-based dip Is always going to be number one. You don't really, you really don't have to think about that. That really is something you need to order: chips, cheese, greatest food ever. That's one, two. Mozzarella sticks. Mozzarella sticks are fantastic. What, Chris? Do you have a problem with mozzarella sticks? Okay, that's actually that's that's fair. I I should clarify. It's hit or miss on the restaurant, is what Chris said. I guess I'm used to Red Lobster's mozzarella sticks, and Red Lobster has what? People don't not realize this. I'm not kidding. Red Lobster has the best mozzarella sticks I think I've ever eaten in my entire life. They're just fantastic. I don't know what special recipe they use there. I'm sure it's something homemade. Whatever it is, Red Lobster's mozzi sticks, they're, they're second to none. Uh, this brings me to something important I think we need to talk about. I've seen people make this mistake over and over again. I see people order potato skins. And I understand that I probably Should like potato skins more, being as how there's clearly a bunch of Irish in me somewhere. And I'm not anti-potato. All right. The potato skin is never worth it. They never cook them enough. They're always too mushy. It's always half a baked potato when we get there. So set aside the potato skins. All right. So you have your cheese based dip. You have your mozzie sticks. Calamari. Calamari is it. That's squid. Chris and Michael. You guys probably don't know, but that's actually squid. Anyway, calamaries. Gotta be on everybody's short list. From there, it's really going to be restaurant dependent. From there, like we have this, we have places all over here in Houston. There's a bunch of huge Cajun influence there. So there's all kinds of Louisiana people here. So you can get some of the best Cajun food around here, actually, in Houston. They sell deviled eggs in so many places here where you can get blackened shrimp on the deviled eggs. And then you get a little hot sauce and you pour a little hot sauce on that blackened shrimp deviled egg. Gosh. That would probably be my Mount Rushmore. All right. Somebody wants to know why no one's gotten hurt yet. Governments against all these people. Why has nobody gotten hurt? And someone wants to talk about Senator Cucumber. Someone else wants to know what to cook for his dime. He's nervous. He needs some help. Let's help him out. But we have a bunch of fun still to come on the Jesse Kelly Show. Before we get to fun, let's get to saving lives. It's Friday got a weekend coming. Want you to enjoy yourself with family, friends want you to also keep in mind that while you and I live it up on the weekends preborn is saving lives still preborn is finding young ladies who are about to have an abortion and they're giving them a free ultrasound this one lady right here Lillian Lillian was in a bad place spoke to someone at preborn uh she was in a really really difficult situation she eventually got herself an ultrasound she chose life her daughter, Zara is her name, is happy and healthy and everyone's alive and well. And preborn will come alongside these women and care for them for a couple years, whatever help they need. Many of them need help. Your money saves lives. $28 buys that ultrasound. Look, it's, it's tax deductible. Give 28,000 if you can. They need more ultrasound machines. Preborn.com slash Jesse. All right. Sponsored by preborn.
1: Hey there, it's Ryan Seacrest for Safeway. Head in store and shop for all your favorite personal care essentials to earn four times rewards points. Shop for products from Olay, Always, Gillette, Vicks, and Crest. Plus, check out new items like Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Ultra Thick Multi Surface Cleaner. No more sponges or other cleaning products needed. And Head and Shoulders Bare Soothing Hydration Shampoo, a new kind of anti-dandruff shampoo with only nine ingredients. Offer expires March 26th. Restrictions apply. Promotions may vary. Visit Safeway.com for